everyone, and welcome to another Dog Pound segment on the Beyond the Whistle podcast. My name is Hannah. And, this and I'm is- Sydney. And we have a great episode in store for you, so continue watching. Um, we're glad, we're so excited and so glad to have David Coffin as our guest today. Um, David is a friend of the show, friend of ours, and um, he's going to come on and chat to us about football. All right. Hey, I'm back. Hey, welcome. <laughs> How y'all? How y'all doing? How's everybody out there doing? Great. We're good. How are you? All right. That's what's up. I'm all right. You know, just coming off of uh, the Rams season, Super Bowl champs. Let's freaking go. Waited over 20 years to see them uh, win another one. A lot of heartbreak in between those years. But hey, my heart's pretty tough. It's still beating. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, David, tell us about yourself. Um, what do you do? Oh, uh, well, right now I'm just kind of, you know, working, uh, working on myself, you know, still trying to get back into the spin of things I used to do. I used to like to produce and make music and whatnot. Uh, I was getting back into boxing, even though I'm getting a little old, but I got into a car accident last year, messed up my elbow pretty good. So, my jab's not as straight anymore, as you can see. I can't really bend it all the way, but eh, that's life. But um, I do have like a little TikTok page, and it's uh, it's called Always Drunk Guy, one word. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. And then yeah, I say a bunch of crazy wild stuff and put videos on my Facebook. Uh, I'm looking to start a YouTube page. I don't have any content on it yet, but it's going to be called Humor Side Attempt because you'll kill yourself laughing. so i don't have any content on it yet but i'm actually formulating some skits for me to do and whatnot so you know and then also degenerate gambler and it's degenerate gambling season you know (laughs) so i can probably give you all some gambling advice as well if you want to be a degenerate like me (laughs) (laughs) i know that was a lot but you know no you're fine we'll also have um all of those links in the description below so We'll and we'll keep a, an eye out for your YouTube page as well. Respect. <laughs> yeah. So, Baker, or, or I call him Tater Mayfield. Like you know, it was a big homecoming. You know, so like Alex Wright was able to deflect two passes off him or passes off of him. Yeah, like, he was responsible yeah. for a couple of deflects. Uh, I think the other some other players got some too, and then there was four sacks. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think. Uh, Alex got a, a sack. It was just the two tackles, right? Yes. Yeah. And speaking of that, and, and speaking of him, he's actually got. I think he's just second string behind Jadavion Clowney. So mm-hmm. Wright actually has a pretty good chance at the middle to maybe the tail end of the season to become a starter because Jadavion Clowney's bones are made out of peanut brittle, and yeah. his body just—he's <laughs> very. I'm just saying he's very injury prone, and he may be yeah. able to get a step up. Because I mean, it's only a matter of time before I read the sports ticker: Jadavion Clowney out for four weeks with a sprained toe or something. You know, yeah. he just he can't stay healthy. Wow. Yeah. Be good. Uh, well, I guess not great, but it's it's cool for Alex. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, whatever opportunities you can get, man. I mean, that's, that's just all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of Deshaun Watson's suspension? Do you think he was the punishment was fair or no? Uh, To be honest, it should have been more Mm -hmm. like 
it it was already ridiculous enough for just six games, and they tacked on a couple extra. But of course, he comes back to play the same week that they play the Texans at home. So you know, the NFL's like, can't miss out on that hype money, bro. Like, <laughs> right? But to be but to be honest, man, it it should have been more. He shouldn't be playing. Period. Right now, I mean, yeah. like, how many was it? How many uh, accusations? Twenty four. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Double digits, bro. Yeah. I mean, and I, and this just sent me back to remembering uh, Ben Roethlisberger, that whole big thing where he had a uh, he only had like two or three uh, mm-hmm. accusations, I and mean, I just couldn't imagine that in the double digits, bro. Like, but he only got suspended four games. But then you got a ton of players I could list off that get suspended whole seasons for just smoking weed. But then it's almost as if like the NFL is trying to send a message like, hey, you can assault women. Just don't be smoking no weed while you do it. And don't be them because that takes it too far. So I don't know. The NFL is just a bad look that should have been a whole season and a higher fine. But whatever, man, that's just how the commission wants to do things. Yeah. It is, it is what it is at this point. Like, yeah. it sucks, obviously, because it's not a great, it's not a great example, but it is what it is. Yeah, and that's like, they, it's all- they started the foundations. Like, mm-hmm. um, they've had to start different foundations, like, um, to facilitate, like, a classes for women on, like, healthy relationships and what that looks like. And I was like, man, so there was some good that came out of it, but then, like, him. <laughs> he, he's a bit problematic. Now, do you feel like he'll be a good quarterback when he returns from his suspension? See, that's that's the thing. That's why I, I said what I said to you. It's because, I mean, he hasn't played a down in the NFL since t- 2020. Yeah. So that's a long time to just be hanging out and chilling. But, you know, he had the accusations originated in Houston. So that's what mm-hmm. has perpetuated this process. So they were, you know, it got appealed at the beginning of the season, but Roger Goodell, he was like, no, we're not doing that. And so there was a a slight window where he wasn't allowed to practice with the team and then play, uh, you know, preseason games. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, he, he looked rusty. He looked real rusty then. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if he's going to be able to shake off that same rust, especially after he was getting back into it. And then now he's not able to get back until I think what week 12. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and he's not allowed to practice with the team until the last two weeks of his suspension. So we will get a little bit of practice time, but I don't know if it's going to be enough because game time, a regular season NFL is a lot faster, a lot harder it's it's a different like, and this is when people are just it's the middle of the season, you know, all the uh, pr- uh, preseason jitters or first couple game jitters are gone. They're coming for heads, mm-hmm. and I just don't know if Deshaun Watson can just flow back into that offense, which is a new offense, right? Uh, just so seamlessly. That's why I'm like, I'm not saying he's not going to be able to win any games when he comes back, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be a little more difficult than people are thinking. Hello, 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 and welcome back. Um, This is the Beyond the Whistle podcast. Um, Thank you for listening. This podcast, we're going to be 
it's going to be for the football fan that knows very little about football. So much like us, we aren't really the biggest football fans, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. That doesn't mean we can't have a little discussion. So welcome back. Thank you for listening and let's get started. So yeah, this is the episode about 70s music. I'm really excited about this episode because yes, we love music. Our family loves music. We have a special guest this episode, (laughs) Mrs. Marlena Goosby. Uh, Wait, let me get the claps for you. (laughs) Okay, so um, yeah, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us um, who you are and what you do. Hey, everybody. Um, As Hannah said, my name is Marlena. I am a wife and mom of two. Our kids are... Mm -hmm. 16 and 17 and juniors and seniors in high school. Um, Along with these incredibly important roles in my life, I am also the founder and director of Grow Your Gift Conservatory of Music, which is Fort Walton Beach's only community music school. And if that wasn't enough, I'm also the executive director of the Full Circle Music Foundation, uh, which solicits, solicits the help of the community to make sure that all young people who want to learn to make music have the opportunity to do so. That's beautiful. That's amazing. Yes. So um, I want to get into like, I had this vision of like old school versus new school. And I know it's technically, well, I guess it is old. 70s music is kind of old school nowadays. But um, I love this kind of conversation about how music kind of evolves but then it also stays the same in a lot of aspects so um Marlena what have you seen um in the sounds of um old school and what have you seen in the sounds in new school um so working with so many musicians we work with over 200 every year um I see the whole gamut right of different types of music And the type of music that stays the same forever and ever is classical music. Um, I think we can all agree on that. But as times have kind of evolved, and a funny story that I see myself reenacting is that, you know, when we were younger, we would sing songs that are on the radio and our parents would be the first to speak up. Oh, they remade so-and-so's song and we're rolling our eyes like whatever, the song is still fire. So now that my kids are almost adults, and almost everything that they're playing on Apple Music is a remake of (laughs) what was created when I was younger. So it's so funny, you know, when TikTok first started getting big and they would have snippets of, you know, 90 songs, let's let's say. And the kids Mm -hmm. would come in the kitchen and they're singing these songs and they're doing little TikTok dances. And while I didn't know the TikTok dances because I'm old, I would start singing the song and then continue the song and they would side-eye me so hard. They would be so disrespected that I knew the song. It's like, y'all aren't doing anything new. Like, all of this. (laughs) So at first, it was kind of funny, like, ha, ha, ha. But then they started Mm -hmm. making songs like The Loonies, I Got Five on it. And then I started getting disrespected. Like, how dare (laughs) somebody take their beat and made a horrible song? Like, the lyrics these kids listen to now are horrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the stuff I've just had to tell my kids, like, that is not how you do life. You know, that is toxic. 
communication. You know, the beat is fire. But when you're listening to what some of these artists are singing about, and that goes for men and women, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're sampling stuff that was sampled when we were younger, too. You know, Aretha Franklin songs are still being sampled uh, for rap artists today. But then you're listening to what the rap artists are rapping about, and you're just like, uh-uh, turn that off. Like, that's, yeah. That's too much. Um, but it is kind of funny to be able to, you know, they'll play a song that in their lingo or language. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. So I'll pull up my old school playlist on my Apple Music. And now they got to listen to the whole song oh, of how it sounded in 1993. And I'm just, you know, going ham on the song. So it's cool that we can kind of connect in a way over mm-hmm. the music, the beat. Um, but it's also kind of cool that it's also a teaching opportunity when, you know, some of the things that are being talked about and discussed on these songs, you know, music is influential. Um, yes. That's controversial, but it is influential, especially for our teenagers. And just, you know, I've had to tell my son, you know, don't listen to what this guy is really talking about on this song because he should have left that girl a long time ago. You know, he's talking about we're just going to act like it never happened. Nope. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's way beyond, you know, like Two Live Crew or Luke Back in the Day. Those lyrics were like a third to us. But mm-hmm. when you hear stuff today, you're just like, wait, what did they say? You know, so uh, it's interesting to see the evolution. And that's not just my kids. That's kids really across America, probably across the world. Yeah. Um, and their parents um, being able to connect, but also using it as a teaching moment. But none of the kids want the teaching moment. Yeah. So, so I, I have a funny story. My mom and my dad would always make us listen to classical music on the way to school. <laughs> we would always like want to play the radio or like the songs that we like to listen to. And they were like, no, you need to be get in the right mindset. And mm-hmm. it's funny because it's like, at the time we were like, this is so boring. And this is not even, this is not what I want to listen to, but it actually does like get you in the, like, just a chill, maybe not chill, but just like, a different, yeah like a different yeah. mindset to start the day to learn yeah. and do things so yeah. I kind of I do that still today like I if I have an important day or something or an important meeting I'll just listen to classical music because sometimes the lyrics you even though you're hearing it now later in the day you'll still like keep that those lyrics in your head and it's like mm-hmm. kind of not good right I'm right. like programming and yeah. like, and I always tell my nieces, not to even told like um Miss Indy that when we um were at dinner one night, like I'm very careful with the music I listen to. I love music like instrumentals, classical music, simply for the fact that like some like some of like the newer versions of like of the music, um, will like program your mind. So yeah. then, I, as you're going about the day, like you're thinking about these things that might change your behavior and things like that. Yeah. So right. yeah, that's right. Um, one of the funny things, I guess it's kind of funny, um, you know, listening to classical music and me being a classical musician versus, you know, being trained by ear, is that my distraction comes from listening to classical music because I'm listening to the counter melody or I'm listening to, you know, this particular section coming like, oh, that's good. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to all these different colors of the music where I just get distracted where my work is, is supposed to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm listening to, you know, my favorite genre of music is 90s R&B. Okay. Those songs, you know, we know what those songs are, so I can actually stay on task better. Mm-hmm. However, my daughter, she's, you know, in the band, and she loves, like, drumline stuff and uh, drum and bugle chord and things like that. 
And the way that she stays focused is she's singing all the parts of the classical music that these instruments have been playing, that she's been watching on YouTube all summer. Um, so what she said, uh, Hannah, to kind of set the day, you know, that works for her. That's what she likes to pull it all together um, and be able to listen to that type of music. Yes, okay. yes, for sure. And then I guess the 70s were more of like the funk groove sort of, that's mm -hmm. what I think of when I think of 70s music. Atomic like, dog and things like that. Yeah. 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 And actually now it's coming back again. Um, Beyonce's newest album that she put out, it you could definitely hear the like 70s influence. Oh yeah. And it's very interesting. <laughs> I love that it kind of comes full circle. Um, but now I'm thinking like, what would be the memorable sound for nowadays? Because there isn't really. I mean, there isn't. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's kind of just repurposed yeah. or recycled. But yeah, I just I don't think there would be. Even bell bottoms are coming back. We went school shopping, and there's bell bottoms on the rack with crop top shirts. <laughs> there are, you know, it's like, like you said, are, are they going to get a flavor of their own? Are they going to be able to come back in 20 years? And I remember when, you know, mm -hmm. in 2020, I, they don't, they don't get that. No, no, not at all. Mm -hmm. Nope. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of feel like it's on us when I say us to develop those kind of new experiences for them. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just so hard. You're just continually fighting with the mainstream. Yeah. You know, again, yeah. and, and it goes right along the lines with they think this is the best music ever and it's never been made until we're walking by them and singing the same thing. Um, so there's, I mean, there's so much at play there. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I love what you said earlier was making um, those type moments of them not knowing, <clears throat> like teachable moments for them. And just like sharing those moments and like, but like what's great about that is that they're able to take it on to their friends. So like my mom just showed me something completely outside of like my norm for myself. And like, yeah. and that just helps spark inspiration across the community, most right. times. <clears throat> and, and it allows you to be more personable with your kids too. And I think if there yeah. was a silver lining, that would be it. You know, and I mean, some of the songs are not quite appropriate, but I'm singing them as they were written. They're like, well, you know that song? You know, so it yeah. kind of opens up that dialogue and line for communication, too. Mm -hmm. I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Now, I'm just curious. Um, you know how they sample music? We know how they go and they take maybe a chorus or a line or something from an older song and then they take it and then they use that for, and then completely change the beat or completely change the rest of the song. Mm -hmm. How is that, how do they do that? How is that possible? Do you well, you gotta buy it. <laughs> okay. Okay. You gotta pay for it. Okay. Um, you know, when they talk about royalties, you know, we've heard that with Michael Jackson and Prince and all of that and people selling off their Portfolio, no, they don't call it portfolio. Something that people sell off, you know, when they're really broke and need money. Um, but that's, you know, that's where that comes from. And that's why some people get in trouble, like um, with Beyonce and uh, Khalees. Is that who it was? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, we learned later that, you know, there might have been some financial trouble and Beyonce was really looking out. But mm -hmm. because Beyonce put that one short snippet in there, yeah. that turned into an issue. 
I didn't yeah. even hear it at first. I had to re-listen to the song multiple <laughs> times. I was like, where is the part that she's upset about? And I'm like, listening, listening, listening. At the end, you could hear it. It was just like that, dun, 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 dun like that. So yeah, like that much. Yeah. yeah. And like, hey, I got a beat. It's fire. You want to buy it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know DJ Khaled just released um, a song with Drake sampling, ah, 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 singing alive. And I yeah. heard it on the radio. And I was just, I was, I was taking that completely. I'm like, I feel like I was there, but now I'm here <laughs> with this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was too much. It, it is almost too much sometimes. And like I said, there's been times I'm like, what are y'all listening to like in disgust? But it's because y'all are stealing my whole childhood. Right yes. <laughs> <laughs> then, then what gets me is like when they, they won't even know the original song. They'll just mm -hmm. like the new version. And it's like, do you even know the real song? And they're like, no. And, and I'm like, oh, you need to listen. And to then me. you sound like your parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, ooh, wait a minute, that's me. Yeah, mm -hmm. get so mad important. because they have no idea where it came from. Yeah. You know, like you know, they remake. Um, I think it was one of Tupac songs, or maybe it was one of Biggie songs. And my kids just go, "Hey, I'm like, oh, absolutely not. Uh, uh, turn it off." And I'm like, listen to this. <laughs> exactly, just mad. A bunch of fraudulent oh. folks out here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's also okay. funny too, you know, uh, Chris and I, um, for the listeners, Chris is my husband, you know, we have a 13 year age difference. And so there's songs that I'll be jamming to and he's looking at me like, do you even know where that comes from? And I'll get it wrong. Like, oh no, <laughs> I'm safe. But you know, but that also goes to show it doesn't take that long for that music to come back around. You know, even yeah. though we're 13 years different, he grew up on a whole different genre of music you know, like the Bootsy Collins and things. And I just learned about Bootsy Collins since I've been married. Um, yeah. But the beats are, and this is the other thing too that gets me, that some of those 70 beats are the stuff that you hear coming out the pulpit at the church. That's mm. what gets me. Like, wait a minute, I know that beat. And how did you Sounds very familiar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, like blues songs and stuff. And, mm. you know, it's just mm -hmm. like you said, everything just is reincarnated. Yeah. Yes, and then, but then the the thing is, they package it like, oh, this is a new thing. And it's like this is not new. <laughs> yeah, they put a little cute little dance to it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok, <laughs> like that don't make it cool, guys. <laughs> And then when you're there, it's going to do the little TikTok dance. They got a nerd to be mad. Don't be mad. We started this. <laughs> oh, goodness. I know Nephia says that now. He thinks he's listening like to them, like, like everything's new in his mind. So, like, yeah. we have to take him back. I'm like, no, come on. <laughs> but he's not, he's so young that he doesn't care. He's like, I don't care about it. Right. This is just right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, your music's lame. <laughs> <laughs> Earth, wind, and fire in the car. He's like, get that out of here. <laughs> That's the same thing they're listening to. Yes. My goodness. Yeah. So, Marlena, you talked about your son, your kids. Um, tell us about um, what it's like being the mom of an athlete and um, how that kind of what you 
how you deal with that? Good question. Um, I will say one of the best parts is that I do have such flexibility with um, running the music school that I can be at most, if not of, at all, his events. Um, the it, It's cool because we get to kind of figure out where we are in our relationship with each other. And as he's gotten older and as he's recognized, you know, his gifts and talents and where that can take him, then my role has changed from, you know, dropping him off at practice and making sure he's got all his stuff packed to, you know, make sure you're hydrating, make sure your diet is good. Um, and these days we're talking about, you know, let me see the email that you sent into your recruiters. What's your GPA like? When are you going to be registered for your ACT and SAT? Um, and, you know, kids are funny because they act like they don't want you to be at all of their races and their games and stuff. Right. You know, and he acts like he's so shamed when I'm the loudest one in the stands. But I know when he gets to be 30 years old, he's going to appreciate that. Mm -hmm. You know, in all of my videos that I take, you know, I start off kind of quiet. But then at the end of the video, I'm like losing it because his <laughs> finishes are amazing. So before I post the videos, I have to remove the sound because he's so embarrassed. <laughs> He's so embarrassed by it, but he will always know that I'm his number one fan, yes. and I will go to the ends of the earth to make sure he has everything he needs and every opportunity. Yes. That's amazing. That's so yes. awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. So we're in the throes of official college visits now. We've got one coming up in two weeks and another one scheduled two weeks after that. Wow. Um, so it's like, show me the money. That's, That's it. Amazing. It's coming. <laughs> What does he what does he run or he's in track? He runs cross country and track. Okay. Um so his his cross country times he's in like the top 10 in the state of Florida and then in track he has now expanded to he was running the 2 mile and the 1 mile and he's expanded to the 800 and the 1500. He also does a 4x8 um with that as well. So it's it's mostly exciting because the times that he put up this summer um, actually qualifies fat is almost as fast as the number one spot for the 800 in the state of Florida. So wow. he's got a whole other year to train to even get faster. So okay. he's he's excited, and that is the goal to me of athletics or anything that we do is that he's proud of himself and that he has figured out how to get to his next goal. So as long mm -hmm. as he's proud of himself, that's all that I've ever wanted for him. That's beautiful. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, a great network of support, <clears throat> especially when it comes to like goal settings. And being there, it makes a difference mm -hmm. like having that presence. Yeah. 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 I would agree. He doesn't agree right now, but once he has, <laughs> yeah. it's the same for me. You know, I didn't really, I, I kind of took it for granted growing up that my parents were there all the time. But yeah. now it's like, I remember when my mom showed up just for whatever it was, and then she had to turn right back around and go back home, you know, because she drove three hours just for a 45 minute thing, mm -hmm. you know. And even with Caleb, we, <laughs> We went on like a three-day trip for a two-minute race, you know, but that's yeah. just what you do. That, that yeah. yeah. And then with his running, um, that, you know, elicits mental toughness, perseverance, determination, because nobody's there but you. You know, it's, yeah. it's not, it is a team sport, but it's not really a team sport. So the life skills that he's able to develop while he's doing this is, you know, yeah, awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. It is. It really, really is. And the fact that he even like is taking initiative, like that's amazing. That's that means that, he really cares about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was that was a big part of it. Cause you know, I told him I'm not gonna work as hard. I'm not working harder than you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's a boy thing, because my daughter, she takes initiative and she does the thing. But my son is just like, Oh, is that what I'm supposed to do next? <laughs> <laughs> but um he really flipped the switch this summer and he he's getting it figured out. So 
So I'm so I'm super excited for him. That's amazing. Oh, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. Love to hear it. Okay. Well, I guess we're gonna wrap this up now. Um yeah. so, hey, take it oh, away. We're so glad that you decided to sit down and chat with us today. Um and give us a like an interesting perspective on like music and how it transcends the times and and like goal setting and like what you're doing as a mom not all the different roles that you play all the different hats <laughs> you wear like we really appreciate that so, i appreciate you guys having me on thank you we appreciate you and like this this podcast is powered by pick science and is there any any um one that you want to plug right now any organization um, I want to plug Paige uh, of Pig Science. Paige and I have had conversations about how we can collaborate, uh, bringing science into music to create a STEAM program. So I'm excited about all the things that you all are doing with Pig Science. And I would consider it an honor if we could collaborate one day and serve all the children in Southeast United States. I love it. Providing access to the babies. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Well, yeah, or also your, how, how can they find your Grow Your Gift repository uh, yeah. of music? Oh, yeah, you can find us online at growyourgiftmusic.com or on Facebook and Instagram at growyourgiftmusic. So check us out and find out all the great things that we are doing in the community. Yes, and we will also link the links in the description. Yes. Thank you, guys. <laughs> of course. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here and have a great weekend week and weekend yeah. <laughs> take care bye-bye bye-bye